it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. It's yes. about intimacy. And, you know, one of the things that I truly, I desire more than anything in the world, it's my bread and butter, if you will. It's, it's my, it's just my position towards everything more than being on a mm-hmm. platform being used by God. I would rather just be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And that's one of the things that uh, people don't understand, but there is a place in God. I just, I just talked about this earlier. I said, when you wait on the Lord, you become more weighty in the spirit. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promise outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us Jaqueline Pennyman, a young prophet that has been moving in the things of God. He's been seeing healing miracles, and the glory of God has been poured out through his ministry. And we're going to have a wonderful chat with him today. Thank you for joining us today. Before we get started, we want to encourage you to go to our website and make sure that you have given us your email address so that we can stay in contact with you. And we want to encourage you to check out our book department and our blogs and all of the things that are available. And just know that you can participate in the prayer ministry as we're contending for the things of God to be poured out. And uh, you can see more about that in our blogs and all the equipping things that we do. We have our YouTube channel and our Facebook page that have lots of events that we've had in the past that you can access the archives and go deeper in your walk with God. So we have with us today, Jaqueline Pennyman. Thank you so much, Jaqueline, for joining us today. It's my privilege to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I'm looking forward to what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, we're looking forward to it too, because we know that the Lord is using you in signs and wonders and miracles, and we want to know how you got here. Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in a traditional church, denominational church. Uh, There were no healings, no miracles, no signs, no wonders, no prophecy, no deliverance, no tongues. There was none of that. (laughs) Um, But as it were, the Lord ended up calling me, you know, initiating me himself into that realm, if you will, that place of ministry. And so I always say that there's no denominational wall that the Lord can't go over to reach you. Amen. Amen. That's true. My first supernatural experience, actually, the Lord spoke to me, well, at seven years old, actually. I remember another encounter where I actually heard the voice of the enemy. And he spoke to me and he said, you don't want to serve God. You want to serve the devil. You don't like God. You like the devil. I didn't know anything about spiritual authority. I didn't know anything about the blood of Jesus or rebuking the enemy or praying in tongues, but I just simply said, no, no, that's not right. I said, I do want to serve God and I do like God. And so as I challenged the enemy, uh, basically gave the opposite of what the enemy said, that voice just fled. And so that was the first time actually uh, the confrontation with the enemy wanting to stop me from serving the Lord and doing the work of the Lord. But 
and to God be the glory, like I say. I remember one particular experience, actually, uh, at around the age of 12 or 13 years old, where the Lord came to me on the side of my bed and spoke to me. And he said, in my name, you shall lay hands on the sick and you shall cast out devils. And that type of language was outside of my paradigm because nobody talked like that or nobody spoke (laughs) like that. But you might get in you might get in trouble if you spoke like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so as it were, my uh, I had a relative who whose husband's first cousin was an apostle, actually, and he was in supernatural ministry, particularly deliverance ministry. And I remember the first time meeting him. This was before Apple Maps, Google Maps, Garmin, the GPS. And I remember he actually gave us directions to get to him in the spirit. Wow. It was like a Samuel the prophet type of a situation, you know, where, hey, go this place, go this place, and you'll find them right here. And so I remember he actually saw me coming to him and in that first uh, time meeting, and he prophesied and just spoke a lot of the things that I'm walking in right now. And so I know Mm -hmm. what it's like, like I say, to be in the denominational church, to see little you know, signs and wonders, and then to go to a place of being mightily used of the Lord. And so in that place, there was a process of having to, of course, unlearn some things and then (laughs) learn some things and then relearn some things. And so it's just been really exciting journey, though, in the Lord. Well, you know, that's the way life is. You just keep learning. Yeah. And I think we'll just keep learning through all eternity. Yeah, we never yes. never quit learning. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So how old were you when this apostle spoke over you? So this would have been around the ages of 13 or 14 years old. So I'm 24 now. Okay. I ministered my first word at 14, actually. Okay. And in that first time, I would say... I remember uh, going to one of his meetings, actually, being first mm-hmm. exposed to deliverance, you know, and oh, seeing wow. those types of things. And so that was <laughs> totally outside of that. But the Lord, <laughs> one of the things that he said, though, is that he was doing a quick work. And so yes. I've seen God do things speedily, seen God do things rapidly. And actually, to fast forward, though, because I can't share my whole testimony I usually, I'm a details type of a person. I always say, I love details. I like the I details, you know, but can't do all of that today. But the thing of it is um, 2018 is when I actually uh, stepped out and saw my uh, first healing and have been moving in that realm, that uh, expression of ministry ever since then. So tell us about that first healing. Yeah. So, okay. So the interesting thing about it is actually when I first came to the place of like, you know, awareness of healing and learning believers can move in the power of God. I come from a background. In fact, this is fast forward after being baptized with the spirit. I've become aware now of the gifts of the spirit, but I came from a background that was heavily oriented with the gifts of the spirit and the healing anointing. So more so like Kenneth Hagin type teaching Mm -hmm. word of faith background. But what ended up happening is I began to see these guys, Todd White and, various names and they would be just healing people on the street and you know they would say you don't need a healing anointing or a gift of healing to heal the sick because uh, christ is in you the anointed one and they would say things (laughs) like uh, the same power that raised jesus from the dead lives in you 
Yes. Yeah. I took what they said and I was like, mm, I don't know about that, you know, because I was still dealing with that mindset, you know, that you've got to mm-hmm. have this special gifting. You got to have a special calling. But they they said, no, every believer can do this. And so what happened was I remember reading one book, actually, and the author, he said, the purpose of this chapter is to convince you that you're the one that does the work. You're the one that does uh, the work. And fast forward, the revelation came to me. You know what? This is God's power. But I'm the one that has to do something. I'm the one like Jesus. He gave him power and authority, but then they went out. And so God has given the church power and authority. We've got to go out. And so uh, I was on the phone call with a woman of God, actually just talking, learning all these things about healing up to this point. And I received a word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation information concerning a person, place or a thing. Oftentimes in healing ministry, God will give you a, a word of knowledge concerning the sickness of an individual. And so what happened was, as I'm talking to her, the Lord says that she has pain that shoots up and down her lower part of her back and it goes into her left shoulder. Hmm. Now, I didn't even know really at the time that I was operating in a word of knowledge. And I said to myself, I said, okay, well, I'm just going to share this and we're going to see what happens. So I shared that with her and she's like, what you said, that's the Lord speaking. And so, okay, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next thing is I said, well, I'm going to pray. And I prayed for her. And to give you a background behind this condition is, she would have to actually sleep laying up with a pillow. She could not lie down at all. And the moment I prayed for her, the bone in her back actually popped and she was instantly healed. Now, I'll never forget God. this was a Saturday. And she texted me the next day and she said, I went to bed and I slept all night pain-free, woke up pain-free. I went to oh church pain-free. I Praise testified God. about how Jesus healed me and I'm still pain-free. And months later, I found out not only did God heal her of that, but she also got healed of blood pressure and she came off of her medication. Glory to God. That's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So that was your first experience of word of knowledge. You could say in the area of healing. Oh, okay. You had other words of knowledge before that. I operated in prophetic ministry, actually, before healing ministry. Okay. And that often goes with word of knowledge. They often go together. And if I may, I would like to say this. I know that uh, many of the listening audience, I'm sure, has heard of Smith Wigglesworth. Sure. Well, one of the things that I like when you study him is uh, Smith Wigglesworth, to make a long story short, he attended a mission. He attended a ministry, a church where they taught on divine healing. And he became so well acquainted that the leaders of the ministry, one time they were going out of town to go to a convention. And so what happened is they said, well, They said, Smith, you know the message of divine healing. We're going to leave you in charge of our services to minister to the sick. And he (laughs) said, no, you're not. And they said, yes, we are. We're going on to the convention. And so (laughs) as God would have it, he was in a healing service and a man came up that had a broken foot and was on a Mm -hmm. crutch. And Smith ministered to the man and the man was instantly healed. And you can actually read this in his writings. And this is what he says. He says, there was no one more surprised when God healed that man than I was. Mm -hmm. And he said he believed that God gave him an opportunity there where his faith was not even up to par to be a catalyst to create more faith. 
And so like in my first healing, I was just trying something out. I just Mm -hmm. took a risk of faith. I just stepped out and said what I felt like God was saying. And God met me and he answered me. And he's been just moving ever since. Beautiful. Take a risk of faith. I like that expression. Take a risk of faith. Wow. So I understand that you also teach healing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Matter of fact, I just came back from Knoxville, Tennessee. I was there over the weekend just a couple of days ago conducting a healing school. And really, the thing of it is, it's not just enough to have, and this is where the shift is really coming about at Christ, because it's not enough to just have, you know, the platform, Mm -hmm. men and women of God, or the celebrities, or the stars, but now it's about body ministry. Really, it's always been about body ministry. And so more than just, you know, minister to the sick and send the sick kill, I love to train people. I love to train people. I love to equip people. And I've seen believers, people that you would say are not five-fold ministry gifts, but just believers that are like, you know what? Scripture says this, and they feel that pull. They feel that desire in their heart. And not only even believers that are up in age, if you will, but I even see children heal the sick. Yes. Yes. Amen. I see children heal the sick. And so it's really fun, like I say, to take a person that has never seen a miracle, never seen a healing, never prophesied, (laughs) and they begin to do it. And I mean, with good success, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I I remember we were, when we first met you, we were at uh, Pastor Tony's conference. We're checked into the hotel and the meeting started, you know, later that night. And and I remember Pastor uh, Tony sent a text and says, says, you know, do you want to come out and play? Yeah. You know, and I thought, <laughs> that's kind of cute, you know. And, <laughs> and we went downstairs and there, and this is when COVID was going on, but they were in a side room off where the people eat, you know, the hotel in the morning. And there was a doctor coming to the conference that had never seen healings before. Yeah. And so he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's standing there watching you know, Pastor Tony, and I don't remember who else was was there. There were others. I don't remember. There were others there, and they're just watching the legs grow out, and then the doctor is just totally blown out of the water. You know, that, <laughs> so it's so fun, somebody that's never seen anything like yes. that before. And by the end of the conference, the doctor was praying for healing, and people yeah. were getting healed. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was amazing. Come on. <laughs> Seeing yeah. is believing. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's about equipping people for the outpouring. Yeah. Let me give you just one example of, Uh, the power of exposure, because we know that whatever you get exposed to, you can enter into. And so I remember there was a a woman and she attends online classes that I do. And her son, he is 12 years old. He's 11 or 12 years old. And so he's been on the classes as well, just sitting in the background, watching, listening, seeing God moving. And his mother fell sick, actually. And she was dealing with um, a number of different things in her body. I can't remember all of the things, but she was dealing with some things in her body. And so literally what he said is, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to do it like Jaqueline does. And so <laughs> just authoritatively, he spoke a command of healing and ministering to her. And by the next day, she was totally healed just like that. Praise Glory God. to God. And so we see that reproduction just time and time and over again. And I could go on just with stories uh, and testimonies of those that have uh, been trained and just 
they're seeing all types of things happen because I always say, you know, it's the hunters, the happy hunters. Oh, yes. You know, they would say, you know, if we can do it, then you could do it. And so Absolutely. it's kind of moving with the same philosophy. Anything you see a, a person move in, you can also move in it to a, a degree as well. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's about the revelation. You get the revelation that, yeah, if he can do it, I can do it. That's a revelation because it's in the word. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get the revelation, you get lined up with the word of God, you get lined up with what the Holy Spirit is saying, and there's no limits. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus yeah. said the things that I do, you know, you'll, you'll do even greater. That's right. Yeah. He raised the dead. Absolutely. Gave eyeballs, you know, yeah. all kinds of things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Absolutely. Tell us some more stories, Jaquela. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll say that, um, you know, it's what you said about if they can do it, then we can do it. Or if you can do it, I can do it. And I always like to say this, you know, is I don't have a, I don't have a spirit of inferiority when mm -hmm. it comes to being used by God or Good. experiencing the goodness of God. Because we know, of course, that we're sons. We've been adopted. We're not orphans. You know, orphans, they always focus on what they don't have. But sons mm -hmm. focus on the access that's been granted to them. That's and good. so people at times will say, oh, why is God using that person like that? Or why does this person have that encounter? Why does that person have that experience? But I say that's from the mindset of an orphan. But I mm -hmm. say I don't have a spirit of inferiority. You know, I say, God, if you've done it for them, you can do it for me. You gave it Amen. to them. You can give it to me, yeah. whichever yeah. way. So um, we just got back, like I say, from Knoxville, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and had two days of meetings, the healing school, and then the actual service was the next day. But I always believe that demonstration is to accompany the word. And so mm -hmm. we got into some healing. And just to share a few of the miracles that God did, there was a woman that came forward in the service. She was 48 years old. And she was diagnosed with severe scoliosis at the age of eight. Oh, my. So she had dealt with this condition in her body for 40 years. Hmm. And she also provided the x-ray. And she even shared how every time she would bend over her hip bone and her ribs would actually touch each other. Mm. Oh, my. And as she stood there in the service, she also had a rib that was literally coming out. Mm. And so she comes forward and... She's in the line and say, what do you need God to do for you? And she says, I need a new spine. Wow. And she had been standing, believing God for many years to be healed. And she said that people <laughs> thought that she was crazy. Mm. But wow. what ended up happening as hands were laid on her, she began to literally shake under the power of God. And then the next <laughs> thing that happened is she literally began to feel her body straightening and lining back up. Glory to God. Amen. We literally witnessed this woman under our hands as she grew. Wow. <laughs> and she got wow. taller. Oh. And there was a nurse that examined her. And when she checked her again, she could tell that the pronounced curvature and even the rib that was sticking out, God had literally fixed it. God began to rearrange her body. Thank and check this God. out right here. Her son was in the meeting and she had mm -hmm. a son that was taller than her because of the <laughs> deformity that was in her body. Well, after the Lord Jesus touched her, they became the same height. Wow. Oh, wow. Glory to God. My, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's tremendous. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you another one. There was yes. yeah. a man, there was a 
Well, even before that, actually, there was actually more than one healing of scoliosis in the meeting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was just that was one of them. But there was also in that same service, there was a, a woman that had 12 nodules on her thyroid. Mm-hmm. And two of them were notably large. One of them actually was, she said, eight centimeters long, which is oh, the my. size of an apple. And oh, so wow. actually she got called out by way of word of knowledge. She said, yes, that's me. And you could actually see the nodule on her thyroid. Of course. And so what happened is when the power of God touched this woman, she literally began to, of course, uh, experience the power come on her, having this, you know, she had to be held up and all that. And the nodule that was on her thyroid, it literally shrank right there completely in the service. Glory to God. Glory to God. And she just wept and she gave great uh, glory to God and she just rejoiced. Uh, mm. There was another woman that was present and she had breast cancer. Mm. Oh. And actually, the Lord highlighted her and I called her out and I said, you have left foot problems. And she said, I have no arch in my foot. Mm. She said, 20 years ago, I dealt with a shredded tendon and the shredded oh. tendon caused her to have flat foot. Oh, well, dear. in the service, practically within moments, God put a perfect arch in wow. this woman's foot. Praise you, Jesus. And so I'm like, praise God, praise God for that. And she says, well, that's really not what I came for. <laughs> and so I'm like, what did you come for? And she says, well, I think God has already healed me. Of it. I say, what's that? She says, breast cancer. And she had multiple breast cancerous lumps that were in her breast. And Mm. in the service, as she was sitting there after she was ministered to, she checked again and every single one of those lumps just disappeared. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. And so it was an awesome time. Jesus showing himself, the deaf heard, uh, the blind um, cataracts dissolved. A man came up. He actually even had to get injections in his eyeballs. Mm. And literally in the service, just in the glory, he took his glasses off and he realized that he could see and he just began to weep and give God praise. Mm. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so, you know, I like all of those things and it's so awesome. But one of the things that I always try to emphasize is that it's all about intimacy. Yeah. Mm. Because... Gifting is one thing, but when we start hearing, you know, the man, how he just stood there and he received his sight, his sight began to get better. And the woman, how the Lord began to take those lumps away. And uh, there was even another woman in the service that had been deaf since birth. And while she was just standing up in the glory, God, she began to feel oil actually run out of her ear. It's just like oil began to run out of her ear. And wow. the Lord began to touch her and God opened that woman's ear. And so there's a realm of faith, there's a realm of gifting, and there's a realm of glory. And I'm all about the glory. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Let's talk about the glory. Come on. Yeah, let's talk about the glory. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, it's about relationship. Mm -hmm. It's about intimacy. And, you know, one of the things that I truly, I desire more than anything in the world it's my bread and butter, if you will. It's, it's, my, it's just my position towards everything. More than being on a platform being used by God, I would rather just be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And that's one of the things that uh, people don't understand. But there is a place in God. I just, I just talked about this earlier. I said, when you wait on the Lord, you become more weighty in the spirit. 
The glory is a tangible substance. And when Mm -hmm. you spend time allowing that glory, his glory to come on you, it literally causes you everything from your gestures to your words, to your actions, everything you do, it becomes glory anointed, if you will. And what you'll find, just like in Acts chapter five, the apostle Peter, who was a man of prayer, he was a man of waiting on God. He was a man of being in the presence. And he began to just walk down the street and people begin to be healed. They begin to be delivered. They begin to encounter Jesus. Yes. And so that glory is the place where God's bringing the church to. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I've even seen, of course, I've even seen, of course, uh, where God has even done things where where he causes the attention to not be on a man, but he causes Mm -hmm. it to be on God. And that is why Mm -hmm. now what he does and he moves in those sovereign types of ways, it's like, okay, you're going to know that this was the hand of God and not through the hand of a man. Amen. Yeah. And that's what it, really what it's all about, that he gets the glory. Yeah. Yes. The glory comes from him and it goes back to him. Yeah, absolutely. And see, this is the thing. Another thing I always say, I say that if you give God the glory, he'll pour out more glory. Yes. If you will give God, the, oh, I feel that if you give God the glory, he will pour mm-hmm. out more glory. I'm talking about that doxa, that praise. Yes. And I've even seen, of course, if I can share this testimony, so I shared online the testimony of the, the actual video of the woman sharing her testimony. We posted even the picture of the x-ray of her. You can see the curvature in the spine beforehand and all of that. Wow. Well, I shared this and there was a woman that read that post that literally just hours earlier had received the diagnosis of scoliosis. Oh. Hmm. And when she received the diagnosis, she said that she became, you know, emotionally distressed over it. And she cried out to the Lord because the only options they said were surgery. And she didn't want to do that. She said, Lord, you got to help me. She Mm -hmm. logs on Facebook. She sees the post that was written. She lays Mm -hmm. hands on herself in faith. The power of God comes on her. She's instantaneously healed. And she said, even at the moment of her writing the testimony, she could feel the power of God just wrapping around her spine, correcting it. Glory to God. Praise God. God. Hallelujah. It's contagious. It's contagious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's contagious. So the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, Revelation 19 and 10. And so I always say, when you testify, you prophesy. Amen. Wow. Testimonies are more than just faith builders, but they're actually impartational. They're they're literally they're capsules of the power of God. And so whatever you share about the nature of God, about the acts of God, God does it. You testify about the healer, the healer shows up, healings manifest and on and on. Well, there was a woman that was in the meeting. The Lord called her out through the word of knowledge. There were multiple things that were going on. Well, in particular, though, she was holding my hands. Her hands were noticeably cold. Mm-hmm. And so the spirit had said that she was dealing with a blood condition. She was dealing with a blood mm-hmm. condition and that he was going to give her a supernatural blood transfusion. Well, wow. as she was standing there holding my hands, literally her hands began to get warm. Wow. And then her face, she began to like her cheeks began to get like red, you know, like red, oh, wow. you know, blood was wow. going and stuff. And uh, she actually said she could even feel as the blood was surging through her veins. And God gave her a supernatural blood transfusion in the service. Praise Glory God. to God. That's oh, awesome. I love it. That's just marvelous. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so see God do a lot of things like that. And it's just so awesome. 
And so I love it. Testimonies, you know, people say, oh, you're being arrogant or you're boasting. That's what the church have found. A lot of people, believers, they'll think if they testify about what God does, they think that it'll be looked mm-hmm. at as being, you know, arrogant or boastful. But it's not. Wow. The scriptures no. tell us, proclaim yeah. his mighty works. Tell the generations, you know, yes. testify. Amen. And so Amen. I tell people, uh, every time God does something, talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Because what you do is uh, God sees you honoring what he does. And he, he says, that's a son or a daughter. That really yes. honors me. And the more you testify, uh-huh. he just does it more and more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank Father. You, Father. Yeah. Hallelujah. Do you feel anything in, in particular? Perhaps there's a word of knowledge for someone that's listening? Yeah, actually, I do, actually. Uh, there's someone out there, and you're listening to this right now. And the Lord just began to highlight to me your your right hand in your wrist. And it's almost even as I can actually see the bones inside of your hand. There's been some type of damage. There's been a difficulty, discomfort and pain that you've been experiencing. But if you'll just begin to move your hand and do whatever you could not do, you'll find that God is healing you right now. There's another person that is listening. I just begin to feel that uh, almost even in the ears. You, you've had ringing. You may even be partially deaf or deaf in one of your ears, but I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus, receive your hearing. And the final thing I just felt, there's a person, the Lord began to highlight your neck to me. Those of you with neck issues. Thank you, Lord. And he just went down into, I'm seeing your chest cavity. I'm seeing your digestion, your digestive system. If there's somebody and you've been dealing with issues in those uh, areas, just be healed in Jesus name. Amen. 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 And please let us know. The yes. listeners. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Send, send us an email at feedback yeah. at global outpouring.org. We want, yes. we want to hear about it. Uh-huh. Um, and any others, Chiquilin? Are you, are you feeling anything yeah. else from the Holy uh-huh. Spirit? I always say this, if I can, because it's just a teacher in me. Mm-hmm. See, one of the things actually is interesting that we've even uh, shifted to this place right now is because the Lord revealed to me that this was the year of the prophetic and healing. Amen. Mm-hmm. A few months ago, I ministered out of state. I was in another place and they had just the ministry. They brought me in to train their team in the prophetic. And they had previously, just before that, as it were, um, a good friend of mine had came there and did a training on healing. And then I came in and did the training on prophetic. But what I'm saying is that God is now interested in that emphasis in healing and the prophetic, the prophetic and healing coming together. The first usage of the word prophet in Genesis is in connection to healing. Prophet Abraham prayed on behalf of the king, the king's household, and the wounds of the people were opened up. And so Mm. I always say this, that when it comes to me and sickness, it's almost like a radar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I I tell people even jokingly at times when I minister, I'll say, you just stepped into the doctor's office. And Mm -hmm. so uh, we can get into a lot of different things. You know, God will just begin to highlight and call different things out. But for those of you who are listening, I want to encourage you to know this right here about receiving a prophetic word, even as it pertains to healing. Peter is working. At night, toiling, struggling, and he's been trying. Oh, this is good. He's been trying 
to catch fish. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, Jesus comes along and he says, Peter, take your net and cast it into the deep. Yeah. And Peter says something. He says, you know, been out here all night long, basically. Nevertheless, at your word. Come on. That's it. And Peter obeyed that word and it caused him to experience a miraculous catch. And there are some that have been struggling with being healed, that have been struggling or wrestling with being delivered. But today Jesus has sent a word and your faith may be in a place because you've heard such things before. You've you've heard talks about miracles and the glory before. And you're in a place of like Peter, not really, I've done that, I've heard that. But Peter just acted on the word. And what am I saying? is that there are certain things that God will do for you that goes beyond your faith because it's the word of the Lord on it. I've seen Uh it before time and time again, where God just in his goodness, he'll cause you to experience a healing, a miracle. And I'm telling you, God does it. So you'll know uh, that like, like earlier, he's given you faith. He's given you grace. He's given you mercy. That's what you call it, right? When you didn't believe for it all the way, you doubt mm-hmm. it, you quit, yeah. but God did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And what yes. I'm saying is yeah. there was an anointed word spoken. I've seen that there were, I've seen it in that meeting, for example, uh, when I share the woman with breast cancer and the lumps of the foot that came by word of knowledge. The woman that had the nodules in her thyroid that came by word of knowledge. Uh, the, even some of the instances with the, uh, with the, the deaf ears or whatever, some of those things came by the word of knowledge. So what am I saying? There was a place of revelation that was released. Yes. And I spoke it out. And they really didn't have to do a whole lot, but just be the recipient of the miracle. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So you have some kind of uh, online classes or on what, what do you, you have a, a website? You have a YouTube channel? Yeah. And so, well, for those of you that are listening, you can um, find me on Facebook at Jaqueline Penniman. You can keep up with me, different engagements and what have you. Uh, my online course, actually, my online course, currently what I'm doing is it's called CCSM, Cloud Chaser Supernatural Mentorship. And this is a online uh, community, if you will, for leaders and believers that are uh, just serious about moving in the things of the spirit. And so we meet the second Thursday of every month uh, on Zoom. And just sharing about different things, sharing different testimonies. And I'm telling you, it's just amazing what God is doing. And uh, that's actually really more so intimate and private. There's a a set number of people actually with that. But for those of you that may be interested in just uh, joining some of the other things that I'm doing online is um, I host glory meetings every Friday night at 730 on Zoom. And I'm telling you, we have seen literally the deaf here. We've seen lumps dissolve. We've seen metal miracles. We've seen dental miracles, uh, cancer, uh, yeah, cancer. I mean, just all different types of things. There was a woman just recently, just, just recently, she had TMJ for 20 years and they told her, we're going to have to break your jaw Ooh. and we're going to have to set the bone in place. Oh, and my. she also had a cavity as well. Well, while God was moving, she was instantaneously healed of TMJ 
And wow. two days later, as she kept checking on her tooth, she discovered God gave her a brand new one and the cavity was completely gone. Oh, Hallelujah. praise God. That's, That's wonderful. just wonderful. Glory to God. I just God. love it when God does teeth miracles. That's you know. tremendous. Hallelujah. Yeah. So wow. find me on Facebook, like I say, and message me or whatever. I'll get back to you. But uh, love to get you connected and, and to come in with that. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jaqueline, for being with us today. Would you pray for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your presence. Now, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, that you have performed signs, wonders, and miracles. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus for somebody listening to me right now, that you would even release an impartation to begin to step out Father, to be used of you and to also receive those waters of knowledge according to your will for their life, your plan for their life, Father, according to their capacity to handle it. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that, Father, we would know your glory, that we would see your glory, the Lord of glory, the spirit of glory, the king of glory. And I pray now for intimacy, Father, intimacy. Father, may we become presence addicts, glory carriers for you like never before. And I bless the listeners now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.